On February 27th, the Indiana University Art Museum opens a small installation of photos by Bloomington-based photographer Tiagan Miller. Drawn from a collection entitled Covenant, Scenes from an African-American Church, the photographs were taken at Friendship Missionary Baptist Church in Indianapolis from 1996 to 2000. They are also the focus of a new book published by IU Press. Photographer Tiagan Miller. I tend to choose projects on the basis of long-standing, abiding kinds of interests. Um, I come out of the 60s generation and the social upheaval then. And so um, early on, I assumed that kind of interest um, in cultural things, uh, uh, social-based, economic-based, that kind of thing. This project, which I call Covenant, uh, came out of that kind of abiding interest. I think it was it was 1990 um, when I began teaching in the um, Indianapolis public school system. Back at that time, there was an awful lot of expulsions, far more than there was any room for in the existing alternative programs. Uh, one of the things that that meant is that the students who had been expelled had no place to go. They were not permitted to go into surrounding school systems, you know, to uh, enroll there. And uh, it became a problem for the school system and for Indianapolis. The superintendent at that time decided to create some new alternative programs, in this case, um, an, uh, an alternative school for expelled junior high school students, middle school students, and one for high school students. And he asked six or seven people from within the system to sit out, that is, sit out this, a couple of semesters and create two freestanding alternative programs for expelled kids. Now, there was no way that we could accommodate all of the students who were being expelled, but it was someplace for some of them. My interest in the inner city and the issues facing inner city residents, particularly poor ones that had grown out of those earlier interests of mine, all of a sudden there was this opportunity to participate in a very creative way from the ground up, quite literally, um, in doing something in that world. It was also at that time that I received a grant. I think it, I think it was a, little, a small Lilly grant for teachers. And I used that grant to buy a camera, a 35-millimeter camera, uh, not a point-and-shoot. It was the first time I'd ever had one of those in my hands. And uh, my motive was uh, to have the students use it in their neighborhoods. Um, I had been become very interested in this in, in, a, in a program, uh, educational program called Foxfire. The kids in this program would go into their community and explore it in an anthropological way. And uh, this is what I had in mind for our students also. Anyway, the camera really never got to the students. I became a photographer at that time and taught myself how to photograph and began my first documentary photography project, um, which I called High Risk. And it, uh, it is essentially a portrait series of the students that I got to know. I couldn't do much else but portraits because I was being paid as a teacher and not to be a, fl uh, a fly on the wall documenting the activities of the school. But anyway, during the, during the time that I was teaching, I could not help noticing that in many, many cases, the very good 
social programs that we had instituted in the school did not seem to be working. Um, these were kids, many of them, most of them African-American, uh, most of them males. Uh, these were programs that were well-suited to this population, to these kids, but uh, we had a very hard time being successful with it. It was hard not to notice, though, that the kids who we were most likely to reach also had family relatively intact and a relationship with the church. And as my interest in exploring the things that I was interested in grew, I decided to take a look at that. Um, what was it about that experience that um, made it more possible for the kids not to fall completely through the cracks? And so I decided to photograph, uh, to begin a, a documentary series, a photo essay on a church in Indianapolis. Uh, unfortunately, that kind of work takes a lot of resources in terms of time and uh, funding, and I didn't have it um, at that time. And so the project just lay there for a little while. I think it was the summer of 1996, I received a phone call from the Polis Center at IUPUI. As it turns out, the Polis Center had just been funded uh, through Lilly for an enormous um, uh, a project called the Religion and Urban Culture Project in which they would take a look at that subject from a variety of angles, um, sociological, academic, community, and creative. And one of the things that they uh, had been um, funded for was um, a look at religious and spiritual life in Indianapolis through the words of some well-known writers in and around Indianapolis and uh, some photographers from the area, and I was asked to participate. I knew exactly what I wanted to do because it was already um, on my list. So I, I photographed there for a year, which was the duration of everyone's project. At the end of that year, our project was uh, published um, as a book called Falling Toward Grace and exhibited in a number of venues at the Indianapolis Museum of Art and, and elsewhere. But I felt that there was a lot more to do at the church where I was working. Uh, I had found there not just a community of boys and men that seemed really vital and healthy, but an entire community of people who were facing the same kinds of difficulties that I found that the, the teenagers were in school and finding some kind of a, a way to positively and um, uh, constructively deal with it through that relationship at church with one another and, and their beliefs. Before I began the project, um, I had spoken to one of my colleagues at the alternative school uh, about my interest, and she said, well, I go to church. Why don't you come and talk to my pastor? I'm sure that he would be interested in hearing what you have to say. And so, I, indeed, that's exactly what I did. Um, I made an appointment with the pastor, uh, Ronald Covington, and uh, I met with him and two of the church elders. I showed them the high-risk project, my bona fides, so to speak, uh, and some other work uh, along the same lines. And uh, he said, sounds good to me, but you'll need to speak to the deacons. And so the next week, middle of the week sometime, I met with 30 ch male church elders and made my pitch to them. They said, sounds good to us. 
I spoke to the pastor again, and he said, well, let's get started. And I said, but wait, I'm going to be photographing for quite some time very close to the congregation, and I think I need to speak to them first about it. So he invited me to come the next Sunday and introduce myself to the church, to the congregation, and make my pitch to them. And that's what I did. Um, he introduced me to a congregation of well, well over 500 people, uh, gave me, handed me the microphone, and I told everyone what I, was going, what I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. And if anyone was uncomfortable with my being there in this capacity to tell the pastor that week and— um, he could let me know that I wasn't going to do it because I believed that I needed their um, their blessing, so to speak. No one complained. No one asked him to ask me not to come. And so the next Sunday I began. And so over the course of those almost five years, I, I photographed on many, many Sundays, not every one, but a large majority of Sundays, and during the weekdays and weeknights as well. Uh, photographing not just services, but the whole life of the church. It did not take me long to uh, see that the, the, the project as I had originally defined it was too narrow. And so very soon, probably a month or two after I began, I expanded my coverage to the, to the life of the whole church. Photographer Tiagin Miller talking about his work, Covenant, Scenes from an African-American Church. A small installation of images from Covenant will be on display in the first floor gallery of the Indiana University Art Museum, beginning February 27th and remaining on display through the end of the spring semester. More information about this and other exhibitions can be found at artmuseum.iu.edu. Fly away, oh yeah, oh Lord, oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 